What's up, guys? Today is Wednesday, November 17th, and my boy Eli's got something to say. Yeah, I do have something to say. This is a PSA. It's for everybody that's a person, anybody who has a computer, a tablet, a phone, a anything, anything. Do not send me an email and the whole question is in the subject line and it's a blank email. Don't do it. Don't do it. I don't care. You could be offering me $500,000. I'm not going to answer you off the principle of me as a human being because what's up? You're cutting yourself short. You're trying to cut corners, right? And you're putting things in the subject line instead of the body. Please make it make sense for me, somebody, because I'm losing it. It's a bold statement. Turning down 500000 <laughs> That's a lot of money. <laughs> or a dinner with Jay-Z. <laughs> I don't know. Your your morals are more important than your, your question. I sometimes don't even read the subject line. No. So, like, that's fucked if someone does that to me. <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like a lot of things are, like, categorized. Really? Like, you know, if you're working on this deal, you write this deal <laughs> blank. I won't read an you email, know? like, if the subject line isn't clear. You know what I mean? Like, if it's from who, whomever, whoever, whomever. Yeah, but I think I agree with Nikki, though, like... It's just like project name or account name, yeah. And then you get into it in the email. That's Let, what the email's for. Let's get or organized, right? Or yeah. live in chaos and just ask the question in the subject you, line, you dude. Wanna, did you <laughs> answer? Wait, did you answer back and put the answer in the subject line? I'm completely the fit. What if I sent you a email with just a subject and it said "want to get beer?" question mark and the, the body was blank. Then I'm gonna check where your IP is at and pull up. Or, or what if the subject was "can you please read my email?" <laughs> and then the email is referred to the subject. <laughs> That's a mind fuck. The worst is when you get back from like a vacation and you have 1,200 emails in your inbox. You spend 24 hours straight. You're not even caught up yet. Dude, sometimes, like, when that happens, I sometimes just, like, delete them all. And if it's important enough, <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll just, like, up. yeah, they'll follow up. Because that's a lot. Because I've Smart. definitely been there. Not 1,200, but, like, multiple, multiple hundreds and mm -hmm. fuck that. And you have your out of office and it hits them right back and they just keep sending you <laughs> emails for the whole week that you're out. And you're just like, I'm out of office. Just call me when I get back. I'll yeah, let you know. Yeah, it's like, do you, do you find like, do you get pleasure getting my out of office email? Yeah. Is it just like an automatic respo response that just gets your juices flowing? Maybe it gives people peace of mind knowing it's like, you know, okay, they'll answer me this date or later. Yeah, it's out there. You and all forty other people who sent ten emails straight. It's four hundred. Yeah, quick I math. I was I was doing like a bunch of business name changes and stuff for somebody once. My girl Kim, love you, Kim. <laughs> Dude, I just like got so fed up with doing this work because I wasn't getting paid for it. And, you know, I, so I started focusing my pipeline, even though they were sending me a bunch of business. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just never going to answer until like they send me something that's worth money. And um, so like I called her the one day because I like had to do it before the end of the fiscal. And I was just like, yeah, I was on a sabbatical. Like I didn't put anything in my email. Did you like message my boss? She was like, no. I'm like, well, you talked to him like a hundred times. Why didn't you do that? And she was like, oh, you're so right. So for anyone out there listening, if you just don't set the vacation one, just CC your boss like in an email somewhere. And if they don't reach out, you know, they can't come back at you and be mad that you're away because, you know, you're, you take your sabbaticals. Everybody does it. Of course, When man. in doubt, deflect. That's right. Deflect. It was Jared, <laughs> That's right. It was Jared's fault. Nick, I know you were talking about it earlier, but... Uh, it's cold outside. Oh. Yeah, it's Very brutal, cool. dude. Up here in the Northeast, we're slowly getting the, uh, you know, you get 65 on Tuesday, and then it's 23 every other day of the week. I don't know. 
Or when you wake up and it's just frost on your car every morning. Oh, it's three season ha- weather. Having to wait an extra like four to five minutes in your car to heat up is the worst. Yeah, especially you guys have to do that in, down here in Bethlehem because <laughs> down here you, in Bethlehem. they'll steal your car. Up here, down here, west of here, east of here. They people and people are ratchet around here. Oh They'll God, steal your dude, vehicle. That would yeah. suck so bad. I, 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 you I, turn your car on to heat up so and you, melt the windshield, c- and some guys just driving down the road with out the window because your you know your windshield's not defrosted Con- yet. Connor and I parked the other. We were driving somewhere. We came back. We parked the other day, and I was like, "Oh, by the way, watch out! There's a heroin needle right next to you." I, in this one specific parking spot. It's still there. It's still there right now. Let's go find it. Yeah, stick it in your butt. That's or, what Gary Sheffield yeah. says. It's, but it's, that does, dude, there's nothing worse than like literally just sitting out in the freezing cold in your car or just waiting for the windshield. Like, I just need to go. Like, when I'm in, right, you get anxiety. You're like, fuck, I'm going to be late. I got to go. got to go. And you're just sitting there. You're shivering. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, another thing fueling my depression is I am golfing tomorrow, but it's likely the last outing of the season. Don't say that. That sucks, Don't man. say that. What are you going to wear? Great sweatpants. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty sick. What? Actually, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it it's great. It's boy. gray sweatpants season for the dudes out here. You know? <laughs> that Come it on, is. That it up. is. Um, hopefully, there's not a frost delay tomorrow morning because that would suck. Uh, we're going to Berkeley though. Never been there, but I heard it's nice. Any of you guys been there? I'm mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in Kutztown. It's a little far, but it's like 50 minutes from where I live. Very nice. So uh, we'll definitely see about that. But that definitely sucks. No I more mean, golf after no work. No more golf after work. No more golf, sun. period. Oh, I love golf. It's the snow. We'll get on there, and then you won't be able to go out. I played golf five five bucks to walk like nine holes of this this new course by um, Downingtown. It was a great dude. I was so pumped. I got out of work at like 3.30. Went over there. Dude, he just chilled in there. What can I do for him? Like, can I, can I like get a cart? He was like, no. I was like, okay. He was like, but you can walk for $5. I said, I only have three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was awesome. I almost there was a bunch of geese on the one hole though. It was pretty stressful. Could you imagine you're just trying to tee off on a par three and there's just a hundred geese like twenty I, feet in front of you? Yeah, you I hit it in the water. You just hit it. You just hit a thin stinger and just literally decapitate a goose. At this old, uh, didn't we do that the one time? You smoked an animal the one time. Oh, we were I playing. killed a bird out you of the middle. That bird. was when yeah. you guys were in Florida for work and I was playing golf before I came and picked you up. I was on. What is it? Fifteen <laughs> is the par five on the back nine at Bethlehem, where, I, right I, before I, that hill I, par par three know. where you, you shoot up the hill. But anyway, I, I hit a just straightaway fairway shot. This bird comes flying across the fairway. My ball hits the bird mid-flight. It then spirals, hits a tree, dies. Right, I, it was awful. Yeah, that sucks, man. Yeah, I, I, I was really sad. I would have like, yeah, I would have been really. Yeah, sad. the worst part is like that bird family probably still didn't get over it. No, actually, the worst part was it was like one of the few balls I actually kept straight during the day, and he and the bird just came in and just. That's was what like, they oh. got ball cleaners for. At this old uh, company I used to work for, there would be like twenty geese, dude, and they would hang out in this. They had the big pond on the corner of the property, and uh, they had like a trail around so you could take walks. You know. To distract you from the miserableness I you on meant the, the geese had all no, this. No, 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 for for people. But but even then, like it was right next to to a like four way intersection with other a bunch of other roads. I don't know. And they would just walk on in the middle of the street, and there'd be thirty cars, and you see all the fucking baby geese and stuff. And then they would start attacking like some cars. I watched them <laughs> attack some cars here or there. Geese are no joke, dude. dude they, that's so funny when they when they. 
<laughs> they flop their wings yeah, and they start moving their neck. <laughs> yeah, I was playing golf with Jimmy Fairways the one time on vacation over 4th of July, and there was like 50 of them in the middle of the fairway, and he just went for it and somehow didn't hit one. But like he's walking up to his ball, and it's, I mean, within three inches of like seven different birds. And I was like, how did you not hit one of them? I've never seen anything like it. He owns the fairways. Yeah, precise ball placement right there. That's awesome, man. And you just said you played somewhere in Downingtown? Yeah. You just moved down there, right? Yeah, I did. I did. I moved on Saturday. Thank you, Eli, for your help. It was very appreciated. So we got a U-Haul, and if it was one fit foot bigger i would have had to have a cdl license to drive this thing and i was shotgun <laughs> and so we pack all the shit before we leave in the morning and not raining not raining oh it was a ton yes like we had five cars filled and then um like a 36 foot u-haul packed to the teeth dude it was unbelievable Wait, two? yeah so yeah, just the drove, two of them we, like two people only like yeah. two two people stuffs combined i don't even know dude I, I haven't gotten through it all yet. <laughs> Otherwise, I tell you, man. Yeah, I unloaded Pier One out of one of the cars. <laughs> yeah, dude, the ash just has all types of never give up decorations. Get stuff done. Wait, I think yeah. Ty Lopez the in the world. owns Pier One. You remember that guy, Twitter guy? I don't remember that guy, but I'll tell you this: driving the U-Haul, everything's good, and then as soon as like we start to go, it starts pouring, and I'm like, oh great, I'm driving this huge thing. It doesn't have it. It doesn't have. It's all electric brakes, so it doesn't stop well. You know, all that force back there. I was so anxious the whole time. It was unbelievable. And, of course, right when we get there, that's when the rain stops, which is nice to bring everything back inside. But, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I never want to have to drive a vehicle that big again. He's like, I got him, like, I need him to peek his head out the window and make sure I'm not, like, going to drive over the curb and shit. Oh, my God, Gotta make God, some wide dude. turns in that. Yo, big time. We were, we were jamming. It was a pretty easy straight shot, Wait, though. Wait, so Ashley didn't help at all? She drove her own car. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Sounded like you guys needed an intern to do all the bitch work. <laughs> yeah, I would have loved, like, an intern to drive that thing. <laughs> interns, interns, interns. Dude, I... I don't know how I feel about them. I only did a six-month internship, but I had this one that sat next to me in, uh, at, at this old company I used to work to, and he used to just put his feet up, like, over the side. Like, I'd just be looking at the soles of his shoe. Ooh, cocky I'm, intern. I'm running, like, a like a very big project, like, multi-departmental, and I'm just listening to this guy, like, playing fucking, I, I don't even know, Fetty Wap at the time. It was a couple years ago. Oh, my ago. God. And I'm just listening to him blast things on meetings with his feet. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I never really did the internship thing. I just kind of went for it. I was an intern but. before. You know what sucks about being an intern? Getting introduced to everyone as the new intern. Yes. <laughs> like, that's oh all my like God. Get me coffee. Yeah. No, not only that, it's just walking around whatever business it is. Hey, this is the new intern. They don't even say your name. Look at this yeah. virgin. Hey, look at this new intern. <laughs> look at this virgin, guys. Yeah. He just got here. You know, he's, <laughs> he's never worked a job for it in his life. Congrats. That's, what, that's pretty much what it is like your first day. Dude, hey, they are so mean. <laughs> yeah. There's so you know the thing is I like was an intern though. Interns are typically like low key goats though. They're like I've the, never mm-hmm. had a bad interaction with an intern, and like sometimes dude, like interns, like you're like, come on, bro, like I hope you get hired here. Like you're pretty chill. So you know they're just inebriated the whole time though. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly what I did when I was an intern. Drink oh. a lot of beers. Oh my I god, wanna drink I would a love beer. A beer. Look what I found. A mm. beer. Frank, run it. Oh, okay, Nick. You got it, boss. Um, He's uh, not your intern. Yeah, Shut right? the fuck up. <laughs> so, uh, going back to our roots, Brew Works. Ooh, this is good. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah, it is. It's called Hopsolutely Bug-Eyed Pog? Pog? Pug. No, P-O-G. 
Pog. P-O-G. You're a Pog. P-A-W-G. A triple IPA fermented with passion fruit, orange, and guava. 11.5%. Dude, this 11.5. Shout out my birthday. This Ket- thing's a kicker. Catch me rolling this down is, the hill back home, dude. This is delicious. This is, yeah, this is mm-hmm. very good. This does taste it's very like Absolutely, good. but just a little sweeter. Yeah. I like it a lot. I'm going to rate this beer real quick. I, like we said, I like it a lot. It's like Hopsolutely, but sweeter, which it takes the bite out of Hopsolutely. Mm. Uh, I can't drink many of these because they are 11.5, but I'll probably give it a 7.7. 7. I'm right there with you. Uh, not something I could drink a six-pack of because it will just hurt, um, but I only need three, maybe two. Uh, I'll give it an 8.2, though. Nice. This nice. is good. It's yeah, good this stuff. Is good beer. Yeah, I uh, I want to drink enough of these to add up to 100% alcohol. I think I, this one's kind of smooth. It's got a nice aftertaste. I really like don't like fruity beers, but this one's kind of cool because it's like the orange and the guava kind of swap in and out of the intro and the outro taste. I'll go. Uh, I'm gonna go pretty high on this one for how strong it is. Seven point nine. Mm. Oh, this is cool. Six point nine. Um, absolutely bug-eyed pog. It's a triple Indian pale ale fermented with passion fruit, orange, and guava, and it's fantastic. Um, I don't like it as much as the absolutely. Um, the fruity after flavor is really, really good though. This is super smooth for an eleven point five. Um, I'm going with a seven point seven. Frank read my mind somehow. Love that. <clears throat> and like Jared said, the dogs were barking on Saturday. I feel like this college football season is setting up for absolute chaos. So that's where we'll start. We'll dip our we'll dip our toe, so to speak, in the football realm and start there. What do you guys think of the new college football playoff rankings? I hate them. You hate them. I hate everything about the college football playoff. Let's hear like it. I know Cincinnati's probably not that good, but they I, you got to put them in there, man. Fuck yeah. it. Is, isn't Alabama falling off a little bit? Though? Alabama has one loss, and they're set up to play Georgia in the SEC championship. So the big thing is, if they lose a close game to Georgia in the SEC championship, then the committee might put in a two-loss Bama, which. A two-loss team has never been in the college football playoff until the SEC grind Alabama. It's gonna happen. I just like you. Come on, can't you see it written on the wall. You see it written on the wall. You're gonna have undefeated teams not making the playoff. It's ridiculous. And they're in charge of the scheduling, which is annoying. So they'll be like, "Oh, well, you didn't play this or you didn't play that." Well, it's like you guys won't give us the games because our conference doesn't have the funding or the money or what we can bring in for you guys. It's it, dude. It's literally like working for that big corporate building that we all hate. It was very well put. I saw this on Twitter. It said the college football playoff committee does not like poor schools. And that's what Cincinnati is. Gerrymandering at its finest. That sucks though, huh? They're a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. It's sad. So I guess what Cincinnati would need is Michigan to beat Ohio State and then I don't even know, some chaos in the Big Ten, maybe Wisconsin mm-hmm. beats Michigan in the Big Ten championship. I don't even understand how Ohio State's in right now. Well, who's number one in your in – your... Oh, Georgia's definitely number oh, one. They're going to win it all. Their yeah. defense this year is, like, historically good. Can okay. I can okay. I plot twist this conversation sure. right now? Everybody pick a winner that's not in the top four. Ole Miss. Michigan. Oh, man. Oh, shout out Tyler. Frank's taking Michigan. Yeah, I got to go oh, with Tyler. Nick with the Ole Miss. What you got, Jared? Oh, I'm in, dude. Ole Miss. I'm going go with Notre Miss. Dame. Ole Miss is 12, my guy. I don't care. It's Jared, not, not... Notre Dame. I'm going to go. Dude, I'm, I'm just going to go with Cincinnati, dude. 
I hope so. I don't yeah. think they'll be good enough to win it, but they, I think they should be in. But, bro, their jerseys are way too tough to lose. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'd be a little nervous. It'd also be nice to see some new color in there, man. We got Georgia's always in there, Bama's always in there, Ohio That's State. Boring. Oregon, though, is cool. That'd be cool to see. It is nice. I like seeing Oregon because Nike just goes absolutely nuts with their jerseys, dude. Every yeah. single year, like Oregon obviously gets the special treatment. Everybody knows the story, but like Pac 12 after dark is pretty sick, though. Too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. See a bailout <laughs> special. And if that doesn't work, you always got Hawaii kicking off at like 2 a.m. I love yeah. it. I'll, I'll, <laughs> dude, I can drink a couple of these pogs at that point. Yeah. At that point, you might be able to take down four or five, six of these. Yeah. Dude, I'll um, tell you. I, I start working on Saturday. So Pac 12 after dark, when you and I mean, going to be it. The lady's going to want to go out. We'll go out. Put her to bed, and then it's right out to the living room to some college football. Yeah, uh, moving on to the big boy, the big boy stuff, the NFL. A lot happened. Talk about chaos. Love the NFL. Jesus. I don't think there's any clear-cut favor right now. Yeah, no, nah, this is like one of, the, one of the cooler seasons we've had in the last four years, I'd say. Uh, I want to start with one team that I was, I mean, me and a lot of people are high on the Rams. Do they kind of low-key suck? I, think I was looking at their schedule, dude. Like besides the Bucks, they haven't beaten no one. Their defense isn't as good as everybody thinks, in my personal opinion. I know, you know, Von Miller. They're just bringing names. Like these guys are old and washed. Odell has uh, less than two hundred and fifty yards this year. In case uh, you didn't know that, so the amount of publicity. Like I feel like they like. Why are you bringing in that type of cancer? But and one last thing, Matt Stafford has never won a big game in his life, and don't ever say he didn't have weapons. Because he had a top five all time receiver in Calvin Johnson yeah, for but like the Lions, eight years. The Lions suck. Yeah, but dude. the Rams don't. And you saw, yo, you, they big game, right? You well, could, they kind of suck. They could have, <laughs> they could have wiped San Francisco right out of the hunt in the NFC West. And what they did was they spotted him 14 points to start the game. What was that drive, that first drive? Boom, 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 down the field. A couple nice plays of the cup, some good outside runs by Henderson. Then play action. Oh, let's throw in the triple coverage to Beckham, who's 25 yards you know, behind the ball. What, he's just Matt Stafford has never won a big game, and he just showed it again on Monday night that he can't do it. I just feel like they're kind of a soft team. Uh, let me read their schedule real quick because it is fascinating. They beat the Bears, the Colts by only three points. They beat the Bucks, which is their only good win. You got beat down by the Cardinals. They beat a, a Geno Smith-led Seahawks team. They beat down the Giants, beat down the Lions, beat down the Texans. Uh, the Titans beat them pretty bad. The 49ers, which we all just saw. But I will say this, I am super tempted to bet them against the Packers coming out the bye. What do you guys think? Let's let's play like guess that line. What do you think the line is? Um, I'm pretty sure it's five. in Green Bay. I feel like it's, it's going to be one of those like middle ones where you don't really know, like five and a half. Is it three and a half right now? Well, no, the line's not out yet. It's oh, it's that's next on, week. The Rams right? are on a bye this week, uh, so it's coming out of. I thought their you were bye. talking about the 49ers. I'm going to say like five and a half, dude. No, Just that weird spot. That weird spot that they put it in. Three and a half. Three and a half. I was gonna I was gonna hover around three and a half. Three and a half to four was my spot. Because yeah. I and you'll I think you might see that line move probably to four four and a half by Wednesday Thursday because the sharps will get in on the Packers three yeah. and a half I think you have to talk about a, the biggest game this week I think is Cowboys KC I think oh, it, it just sucks because the Cowboys I mean yeah they dropped a clunker to the Broncos but they came back and beat the dog shit out of the Falcons they're just a good football team they their offense is unreal dude Diggs is unbelievable bro watching him play defense is like. 
you don't see many guys hawking that secondary like Diggs is. Yeah, he does. He does get burnt though a lot. He but does. That's he, our type of corner though. He's all. He's all gas, no yeah. breaks. Balls to the wall, throwing I mean, the that's dice. That's why he has eight How interceptions. Many exactly. yeah. He's gonna get burnt, but he's also he's just gonna like walk up to the sideline and just hand you the ball. And there's not a lot of players on a defense that can consistently walk up and just hand over the ball. Hey, here's the possession, bud. Sorry about that one. Yeah. Get it back. Could so, you imagine they still had Demarcus Lawrence too, their best edge rusher. Yeah, but isn't he on the older side now? He's still really good, though. Yeah, 100. talk about a, a edge rusher, though. Micah Parsons, the way they're using him is unreal. Dude, he is the third highest graded pass rusher in the league, and he's a linebacker right now. That's amazing. That's crazy. That's talk about the interception record. It was set in 1952 with 14 interceptions by Night Train Lane. What? Oh, what my God. This guy, that little, is the coolest name first, I've ever heard in my first life. Name. Oh, I forgot the first is name. Is that Lane Kiffin? Dick. Night Train Lane. Oh, my nice. God. Nice Lane Kiffin. 1952, <laughs> he had 14 interceptions. <laughs> Dick Night Train Lane is the sickest name of big, all time. Big, big old dig. I want to know who gave him that name. Dude. Yeah, because they're I feel the like goal. they weren't yeah. in the league. His parents, are, his parents are epic people for that name right there. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Um, talking about who the, the Cowboys just beat, the Falcons, I feel so bad for them and their fans. They got to play the Patriots prime time. Just... Super Bowl 51 was literally on at the bar today oh already. God. They're just going to have so many references to that game, and I feel so Frankie, bad for can we just fans. have a degenerate moment and just talk about that Super Bowl? Do you remember when we were just slamming beers? Because we had, it was 28-3, to 3 and we had the Patriots spread. Yep. Not even money line. Yeah, so that was um, that I made my biggest bet at the time. I was like, uh, we, were bet- we, were still, we were still having a bet through Eli's bookie. And what was it? Allegedly. Se- yeah, allegedly. <laughs> uh took place in 2017, but it was a 2016 season. Um, my biggest bet at the time, and I was down bad at the bar. Like, I'm not talking to no one. My head's down. It, I was just having a miserable time. Everyone's having fun because it's just, you know, it's a Super Bowl. Everybody was just rooting drinking. against us. There was no one in that bar that was rooting yes, with us. Everyone was rooting for the Falcons, so they were hyped, and I was just miserable. And then slowly but surely. It, the grind. The GOAT did his thing. TB12, so. baby. But I just feel bad. I just feel bad for the Falcons fans. They're just going to be talking about that the whole game. I don't because that was part of the down payment on my Jeep Wrangler <laughs> that eventually broke down. Oh, oh man, talking about the pa- the Patriots is their Super Bowl hopes back on? <laughs> yeah, I think dude. so. Should we bet them as a unit, dude? I I already I, saw, have, I already got a Patriots ticket. Baby. Does anybody not have a Patriots? I, I will don't. jump in tonight on a Super Bowl ticket. What, you what don't do have you to do, do it together, but just My you know, boy, Damian Harris. What do you want to do? Beast. I would yeah. like I would like to, for all of us to be able to root for one bet. Is that little sly yeah, backdoor be Belichick cool. Super Bowl okay. underdog? How I'm much? seeing four. This can't be whatever right. you want. This just put whatever you want on. It's just a matter of bet. three million dollars. Yeah, I'm <laughs> seeing twenty five to one right now, around there. You could probably get them at like thirty two to one, depending on the book. But I'm definitely down with that. I mean, this is what Bill Belichick does, right? Like we forgot about him because you know they had a shitty off year last year. They drafted Mac Jones, who is playing really good football right now. Um, you know, he's not really he's starting now to really push the ball downfield, but even on fantasy, dude, I'm uh, they're dropping players left and right. Do you see that? Yeah, Damian Harris out with a concussion yeah. and what's his name? R- Ramondre um Stevenson. I'm sorry if I butchered that name, but he just comes out and scores what two touchdowns like it's crazy, man. We've seen Belichick do it before. There's yeah. nobodies. You ever need you never 
running back, wide receiver, something you need for your fantasy team, just just put faith in Bill Belichick's seventh string. He's going to get you a touchdown. Hey, yeah. Tom, Tom Brady won it without him, so it's Belichick's time to prove it. Well, he has a quarterback that doesn't turn over the ball anymore either. Like He's Mac Jones looks smart. better every week. Damian Harris, absolute beast. We know this. What he's gonna? He might lead the league in rushing touchdowns this year. That's uh, that would be sweet. That would be pretty. That dope. would be sweet. Um, but I think their offensive line's incredible, and that's why they're having a lot. Of, like Bill Belichick's a guy that wins the game in the trenches, and I think that's why their team always has consistency. And they're they're getting back to that. Hey, we're you know we're gonna win the ball on the line, and that's how we're either gonna put pressure on the defense. Or you know, move the ball down the field, and they, yeah. they've showed that they can do that. And then Matt Judon and Kyle Van Noy are just crushing it, absolutely crushing it right now. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Matt Judon. Why did you leave the Ravens? Yeah. How could you let him walk? You know what I do love? I love a good tie. We got a tie this weekend. That was sweet. that was nuts. Yeah. Na- Najee Harris. That. Najee Harris said at uh, at the end of the game, he he didn't even know that you can tie in the NFL. Didn't which Donovan is awesome. say that? Yeah. Donovan Donovan McNabb has the the most famous quote. Um, talking about yeah, I didn't know. Would hate to see what would happen in the playoffs or Super Bowl. Thinking he, he just thought that he could tie in the playoffs or Super Bowl. But yeah, it, he had he had an all time quote. Uh, so that was great. That was really cool. Uh, big win and loss at the same time by the football team. You want to talk about that real quick, Eli? Yeah, no, it's dude. It's tough because like you see Chase Young pioneering that defense, and I mean they're all young, just like him. I mean the kid's way younger than I am. But it's you know it's hard to see a leader like that on the ground. You know he's squirming around. You know a tough a tough guy like that. He's he's hurt when he's moving like that. But dude, shout out Taylor Heineke. Shout out Scary Terry McLaurin. Shout out the guys that got it done. I mean that's I feel like Washington football has taken on a little bit of a new brand lately. It's like the team almost doesn't identify with Snyder anymore. It's just Ron Rivera's face right on the front of that dude. They got the football team and they're they're moving forward. You know. I'm definitely like proud of that team for getting that win and, and and putting out Brady. It's no simple feat, but man, dude, that I was just an absolute gun, uh, gut punch in the middle of a Sunday. You know, to watch Chase Young get hurt like that. Yeah, that does suck. Um, two loss, two straight losses for the Bucks. That just goes to show, like this NFL season is seriously wide open right now. Maybe, maybe besides the Packers, but I feel like every good team is just dropping these random games and come playoff time, like anyone could make some noise, which is the great thing about the NFL. Um fantasy update, Eli. Getting getting almost time for uh playoffs. Yeah, we're getting there. I mean, we're pretty late in the year. Double digit games have been played. Jared is fist pumping real hard. Might throw his shoulder out. Don't know how you're gonna sell those tools, bud, but he is in first place. So maybe that money will pay for the surgery. But we did have a good week. Uh, speaking of gut punch, can't, I'm sorry. I have to do it to you. I have to stay true to myself, Ralph. We had an absolute <laughs> war. I will give him credit. I was up, you know, I'm late night, real late night on a Monday, later than I want to be. Ended up edging him out by five points. He had Kittle and Odell. I had Cooper Cup. Just shout out PPR. That's all I got to say. Nick Q with a big win over Stefan. I mean, 5-5. Five, five, he's getting it back together. He's at 500. We're, we're in the respectable territory until you face, you know, a real team. And then, so we got Sags going against Tristan. Tristan's at a 3-7. and seven. I'll probably lose unless I knock on wood. But I just did. So, Tristan, you're chalked this week against me. Sags put him out. Something light. Frankie beat down Will. Again, 3-7 and seven, Will. Figure it out. Frankie, Chicago Beer, 6-4, and four, a nice little 125 up on the board. Let's get it done. 
dude, that score will beat most leagues most weeks. So you better to be lucky than good sometimes. Yes, Get ready sir. for playoffs. Tommy Stratz, 67 points. I want to talk to you, Tom. I want to talk to you. I'm going to say this link specifically. I might even screenshot this. You're going against the number one team in the league, and you're not starting your players, right? But it's okay because Jared put up a measly 105 and got away with the win. You love to see it, but you hate to see it. We'll see when it matters like you lost both championships last year. My bad. And then lastly, Connor Walsh beat your boy Juice again. I hate this part of the update because I love Jake Rubin to death. We talked about making espresso this morning. But unfortunately, he is 2-8 and eight with one of the best bad teams I've ever seen in my life. That is your fantasy update. I hope it was more entertaining for you than it was for me because let's get after it. It's almost playoff season. Love that. Perfect. Me and Jared are actually playing this week. I'm probably going to lose, but Sorry, you never else know. Does. As long, <laughs> as, long as, as Tom and Connor keep losing, too, that's all that matters to me. And Nick. You might get our, me this week, though. Our division is shittier than yours. So Damian as, Harris might not play. He's on the short week off to concussion. No, so. I saw he will. What is he going to do, though? He just I have to start him because Gordon's on the bye, and then Alex Collins is my other running back. Stefan yeah. offered me a trade. Want to hear what you guys think about yeah, this? Yeah. I'm thinking about taking it. Melvin Gordon and Michael Pittman for um, Najee Harris, which would just put my flex situation way over the top with Harris, Jonathan Taylor, Najee, and then I got Amari, Debo, and Devontae. I was trying to trade for Najee, too. His his floor is just unreal. He's great. I think Stefan's shopping him around, though. I told him I'd take it. I haven't seen anything in my inbox. so Wild as a, as a Steelers fan, too. Crazy, right? Yeah, he must I be would desperate. Never give I like Justin. If you ask me to trade for Justin Tucker, I'm gonna need. Alvin <laughs> I'm gonna need your best quarterback, your best <laughs> running back, and no, I need your best receiver too. I need the top three scores in the league. This is non-negotiable. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just emotionally attached to Justin Tucker too. So I hear you that I hear you though. Um, with that, we're gonna roll right into locks of the week. Um, as always, I'll start. I'm 11 and six, and boy, do I know the Steelers. And I get it. Big Pen didn't play because of COVID, but I truly believe if he did play, they would have probably won the game, but by less than seven points would would have covered for me. Um, But no matter what number you got on the Lions, they covered because like we talked about earlier, the tie, baby. This week, I'm going to be fading a team that uh, I personally feel is being hyped up a little too much. Um, The Saints, plus two. That is my pick this week. Uh, I just feel like they battled with the Titans, who I think we could all agree the Titans are really good, and they were, you know, plus two underdogs to them. So what makes you think they should, you know, be underdogs to the Eagles? Um, so that's my play. All right, guys, five and two. I'm so sorry for that brutal loss with the Browns last <laughs> week. I'm at that whole the of the year. Shit, dude. I I just I thought there was something there. I thought that nobody was looking at them, and that's normally when Vegas strikes. But uh, we're going back to the Falcons against New England. I'm fading New England, and the reason why is the Pats are six and zero oh against the spread versus Atlanta uh, in their last six meets. So. Trends are meant to be broken. Atlanta has not let me down so far. I'm taking them plus seven. That's ballsy. Yep. That is ballsy, but we like that on this podcast. So I'm coming in at seven and four on locks of the week. I'm going to go with Washington. I talk big game on them. I'm going to ride it out. Three and a half. You love the hook after the field goal. It's a beautiful line to see. Any good, better knows that there are key numbers and three and a half. And it's one of those. 
Washington's on the road against Carolina after losing Chase Young with Carolina fresh off, signing Cam Newton, and beating down the Cardinals. I'm just going to take the letdown spot with Carolina. I'm taking Washington plus three and a half on the road. Taylor Heineke, get it done, baby. I'll be drinking Heineke's all day on Sunday. Oh, love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Before I get into mine, I just have to ask you guys a question because I'm looking at teasers right now. I see Cowboys plus eight and a half versus the Chiefs. I see Steelers plus an 11 and a half versus the Chargers. And then I see football team plus nine and a half. Which team is the one that breaks that teaser? What do you, what do you guys think? Wait, Cowboys. Three-teamer. You, think so, the, oh, you don't think the oh, Cowboys oh, can cover oh, eight and a half break, against the Chiefs? It, breaks the teaser? I mean, I, I, would, I think Cowboys Wait. is fair because, I mean, I mean, look how good Kansas City looked last week. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, say that one more time. Sorry. So, Cowboys plus eight and a half versus the Chiefs. Steelers plus 11 and a half versus the Chargers. And then the Washington football team, which is now without tra- uh, Chase Young. So, I don't know how I feel about that line, but they would be plus nine and a half. Is Big, like is Big Ben still out? Um, I believe he's playing. If he's playing, then no. I believe he's playing too because from what I saw, he should be able to have enough negative tests before, you know, whatever the mm-hmm. cutoff is. If he's not playing, I, I'd, I'd take that yeah. one. I'm not, I'm not Honestly, gonna... the Chargers are kind of like sucky too. So I like yeah. all three but of those. Shout out Tyler. Mason and I think you can cut that cookie a bunch of ways. I was thinking about that. I'm not going to give that out as a play. Um, but I will probably be betting that it's not my lock of the week. As you can tell, we all like it. So, um, if you're a Cowboys Steelers fan, Washington fan, mix and match that. I think that's a, there's some value there. Um, last week we had the saints plus three, which was a crazy sweat. I hate, hate, hate when I have a field goal dog and they go for two on the last play of the game. Cause you always fear the the oh I fumbled or the pick and then it goes back for two points and you don't cover. Luckily it was an incomplete pass. Thank you, Simeon, for being awesome. This dude's doing a great job. Um that was that was my first win in the new place. Bless the house for the winner. Um this week, um just talked about how I like the Cowboys. I'm gonna bet them over twenty seven points, minus one ten on FanDuel. Um you're probably hearing this on Friday. I would get that in as soon as you can. It's probably gonna get to twenty eight and a half before Sunday if the public gets in. Um, but we see how bad the Chiefs' defense is. They'll have no problem scoring on those guys. So Cowboys plus 27 or 27 total. Lock it in. Lunch beers is 36 and 20. We got the dad pod pod. We're doing pretty good, but we're not dads, but we're winning like we are. Perfect. And to end us like always, Eli, let's hear the artist of the week. Yes, sir. So this one's a personal artist of the week. I'm not calling him underground because I'm not going to discredit his craft like that. My guy, Grand Kai, I've had multiple personal sessions with him in the studio. He gets the job done. I mean, look, it's K-H-A-I. He's one of the best guys you're ever going to meet. Love you, love you not. Chris Brown, Golden, Mention, everybody. I mean, Lonely Nights, Kalai, like everything Grand Golden. This man hits the nail on the head every single time. Shout out to him, my brother. I love you. Keep making your music. We're going to keep shouting it out. And just keep growing, man. Fire. Keep growing. Speaking of studio sessions, I'm going to add to our www.lunchbeerspodcast.com. I'm going to throw Eli's song Simmer Down on there just because I feel like it and I can and I have complete power. But check us out on the uh, interwebs over there. Uh, completely updated up to up to task. You know, blogs coming out. Jimmy Fairway's coming out with a blog as well. Up, yes, you know. sir. Do you want to develop uh, an app? Yo, shout Do you out. Want to develop an app? Shout out raw quality. 
Steven, shout out him for the engineer. Man, work with A Boogie, works Jungle City. He gets the job done. Shout out him for the engineer on my song. He's a real goat. Follow him on Instagram. I promise it won't let you down. I can't do that. I'm just an intern. Giants are being the Bucks Monday night. You heard her here first. Heard it there.